Hi, this is Adina here with today's episode of Wonder Your Way to Brilliant, podcast show of courage to be curious. As you know, we always think about what's a productively curious question that we can be considering. And I want to take on a question today that has been coming up almost every day of late, I think, in conversations with clients, in conversations with family members, even in dialogue with myself, as I often like to do. But the question that's coming up has to do with what's going to happen in the winter. And we're already under a lot of stress. We're under a lot of stress because of the pandemic. We're under a lot of stress because of the upcoming election. We're under a lot of stress because things are in, you know, let's just say not so stable a feeling around the world right now. And we all know that the winter, the darkness coming earlier already brings with it doses of seasonal depression for lots of people. And I think there's a lot of anticipation of this year being even worse. And for people who live alone, for people who maybe don't have a strong network who is close by and around them or who aren't seeing people for different kinds of medical reasons and health concerns due to the pandemic, of course, that there's a lot of concern of how will we navigate this winter time and on November 1st, our clocks are gonna change if we are in the United States and we're going to have longer, start the progression to longer nights and shorter days. So I will probably take this on another time as we get closer into November, but I wanted to start to take it on now because I know that it's on people's minds. People are thinking about it. And I also figured that if I talk about it a few weeks prior to November 1st, it gives us all the opportunity to be a little proactive and a little opportunity to think about putting some things in place before that day takes us by surprise. So my productively curious question today is how can we navigate the change in daylight and the incoming of the winter season in as healthy way as possible? right, that can keep our spirits strong and keep our health strong. I thought this would be a good time with this question to introduce something that I've been living with and around, and I've talked about it a couple times in the past um, for a number of years now called the signature system for success. And this is my signature system for success, where that phrase came from, it came from another productively curious question, which was, what are the things that I most need in order to maintain my sense of center, maintain my sense of strength and stability? Now, the truth is, is that, you know, things are coming in all the time, bad news, difficult news, you know, political news, changes in life, you know, changes in health and things like that are happening all the time. But the signature system of for success are those things that we have control over individually that contribute to our overall well-being. What are those four to six things, I like to use the number five, that contribute most to our continued sense of well-being. This is a really, really important, I'm not even gonna say a good time. This is a really, really important time to get super clear about what those are and to start putting them into a routine. It's almost like that preventative medicine, right? Is we might take vitamin Z or take one of those travel supplements before we get on a plane or travel because we don't want to get sick, right? We don't want 
certain things to happen. This, we go and get, you know, preventative tests for things of mammograms or pap smears if you're a woman or, you know, colon tests and things like that as preventative. Well, consider this the preventative measure that you can begin to take to ward off those um, seasonal shifts that are going to come. So the way the signature system of success for success works is that we identify, as I said, those things that contribute most to our personal well-being. And the first thing I want to say in that is some of those things are going to be unique to you. If you are somebody who is a musician and playing music is the thing that keeps you centered and is your go-to place for comfort, then great. You're going to put that into your signature system for success. If you are a writer or somebody who just finds that either if you journal or you write for other purposes, that that really keeps you grounded and centered, then that's going to go in. So there are things that are going to be unique to us. Maybe it's crafting. Maybe it is, you know, working on cars. Maybe it is whatever your hobby or your love thing is, that's going to go into your list. Additionally, what's going to be on your list are things that pro are probably be on your list are things that care for this physical body that we have. You know, our heads are so busy with our passions and our work and our hobbies and all of these other things and our thoughts and our ideas that we can forget. I think even on a daily basis that we are basically biological beings, right? We are bio, we're walking around, whatever mind or spirit we have is situated in a physical body. And that physical body needs certain things in order to feel good. It needs certain things in order to be able to function well. And so in your signature system for success, maybe things like what kind of eating makes you feel physically at your best. There is a huge correlation. I won't get into a, a thing because I'm not a certified nutritionist, but okay, let's call a spade a spade is that sugar sends us off the rails, right? The more sugar we eat, the more our diet is packed with things that turn into sugar or spike our sugar levels, the more off the rails most of us get. Not all of us, but it's one thing. So, you know, what about our diet? What do we need to have? For me, one of the things on my signature system for success is leafy, dark green things, whether that's Brussels sprouts or kale or asparagus or zucchinis or um, arugula, things like that. Like every single day for me to feel well, I need to have a dose of dark green things in my diet. And so that that's something that's on my signature <clears throat> system for success that feeds the biological being that I am. And then we have... Um, what else does the physical body need? For many of us, sleep, not all of us, but some of us are highly affected by sleep. Some of us, there's a very palpable difference if I go get seven hours of sleep versus if I get five hours of sleep, or if I get that eight hours versus six hours of sleep. So since it will be getting darker sooner, it actually is an ideal time to say, wow, I can give my body the gift of more sleep. And I could lean into the rhythm of the season, which is to go to bed a little bit earlier, not stay up and binge watch until one o'clock in the morning, because it's going to throw our system off. But for me, I know that that's one of the things on my signature system for success. If I go six hours or less for three nights in a row, then everything is going to be thrown off the system. And I'm going to have less resilience. My mood is going to plummet all those kinds of things. You're a biological being that 
and you also need movement. We need movement. And particularly in the winter where we have almost this inclination to be lethargic and not to move, it's really important that we find ways to stay moving. We're not going to have these long evenings. We're not going to have this beautiful weather, you know, that many of us are enjoying right now with lots of sunshine and daylight, but how do we do it anyway? And I had a guest on Lauren Kahn, who does something called echotherapy a few months ago. And one of the comments she made is that there's never bad weather. There's just the wrong clothing. So one is that we can still go outside, right? Whether it's snowing, even if it's raining, but certainly if it's snowing, if it's cold, we can still be outside if we have the correct clothing. So maybe this is a good time right now to think about what's in your wardrobe, knowing that if you've been relying on getting out and taking walks over the last number of months in this pandemic, this is going to be a good time to do that. Go get yourself geared up. I don't like the cold. I wish I would could just live in a tropical place that never had cold, but I'm in a place that is going to get colder. And so I'm gearing up to put the right things into my closet so I can still be outside comfortably and get air and get some vitamin D because those things are important. So that's something else that's on my personal signature system for success that matches the needs of my biological body. I also you know, if you have been going outside, but you don't have a subscription to Zoom classes of any kind, yoga or other kinds of strength building, you can look for, is there a subscri subscription or is there a YouTube channel of someone I love? So many people I know do yoga with Adrian, which is free and she's got a, so many videos out there. There's a video for basically any kind of workout or challenge that you could imagine many of them are free. Why not start researching them and lining them up now? Give yourself something that you're going to be doing all of the time because we are biological beings. We need that movement. It's directly correlated to our health and well-being, to our sense of you know, feeling optimistic. And so time to put those things in place if that's on your signature system for success. And I think it probably should be on all of ours. Something else that's on my signature system for success is connection. And a lot of us are finding in the beginning, we all got very creative on Zoom and I know families were doing reunions and people were doing game nights and all kinds of things. Um, I know I was doing an angel card experience with friends and family on Fridays. And then some of that may have dissipated a little bit. It's hard to sometimes sustain that for a long period of time. We're in this longer than many people thought we were going to be, I think, initially. So this is a good time. I'm already starting to think about what am I putting back in, you know, nights that are scheduled both for myself, for clients, with my family, with my friends, how are we going to have regularly scheduled connection times? Because it is so easy to spiral down into feeling alone, to just hunkering down with that bag of whatever it is in front of the box, watching some TV shows over and over again. But even if you're going to watch, do a watch party on Netflix and get a bunch of friends doing that together and then talk about it afterwards. But having regular points of connection with people is going to be really important. If you have somebody who will brave being out in the cold with you and taking walks with you, then get that scheduled. Start talking about it now. This is the time to put routines in place. This is the time to start putting a calendar in place. In fact, it could sort of, it probably will become our savior. 
I want to talk a little bit more about first those routines and then also about the doing the new, which we've talked about a couple times on this podcast. I was recently in conversation um, with my daughter. We were talking about some of these things because she's at college and feeling some of that distance from things. And we talked about the power of putting something on a schedule and making something a routine. And it's funny because she would say, well, I do talk to my friends, but it's not, it wasn't a scheduled talk. So it wasn't on the calendar. And what I said to her is, you know, there's something very interesting about well, I could just randomly and spontaneously pick up the phone and call a friend and have a connection. But when that call and that time for connection is actually on my schedule, I get added benefits from it. I get added benefits because I not only get the connection that comes during the time that we're talking, I also get the benefit of anticipating it. And so I'm looking forward to it. And if I have something to do for work, I can say, oh, I'm going to get this done before I hop on that call or before I talk to so-and-so. It's almost like since we many of us don't have these outside world, you know, deadlines or, or motiv normal motivators that we have, it's, it's hacking our own internal systems. And so when we put a scheduled something on the calendar, it gives us that added boost of anticipation and it gives us a motivation to perhaps fit something in or make something else happen before that thing happens. So I would really, really encourage if you are feeling at all nervous or anticipatory of what's going to happen in a few weeks when the weather starts to shift and the clocks start to shift, start to think about what routines you can put in place, what things you can get on the schedule, whether that's a daily, weekly, or monthly basis that you will look forward to. And we may need to just all buckle up and be a lot more proactive about it than we would in other times, but that's what this time calls for. So let's do that. The other piece I wanted to talk about was something again that I've mentioned in the past, but I really like it here in this context, which is the doing something novel. Just like in those routines, being able to anticipate something can boost our mood is that doing something novel that we haven't done before or something that breaks the routine that we might be in is really important. It gives an added boost to those feel-good chemicals that are running through our bodies, and we're going to need them every so often. So if nothing else, like this is the time to try something that you haven't done that you wanted to, you've always wanted to do, or even just to put something in. Like for me, you know, I spring cleaning, I didn't spring clean. A lot of people did because they had a lot of time then. I didn't, I'm going to put different cleaning experiences and clearing things out just to put it in. And that's going to take me into recesses of my closet that I haven't looked at in a while. And that can provide new things. It might be saying, all right, go to the craft store, to Michael's or, you know, to look at the magazines. What are some things that you want to take up that you've talked a lot about, but you haven't? And can you put a date for those things, like make a date with yourself that every week at X and such a time, you're going to do this. And maybe you're even going to do it with a friend on Zoom or with a family member who might be at home with you. But what's the novel and um, 
you know, I've talked a lot in the past about Luann Kahn's book um, about I Dare Me and 365 Days of Daring. And so what if we really do have to think of this winter as, you know, this period of daring ourselves, daring ourselves for, you know, whether it's once a week or once a day to do something novel and different. And I want to be really like clear that novel and different could be brushing your teeth, standing on one foot. You know, it could be that different. The brain doesn't really care if it's about taking up acrylic paintings that you've never done before or facing the opposite direction in the bathroom while standing on one foot while you brush your teeth. The novelty experience in the brain and the hit of feel-good chemicals that you're going to get is equally beneficial. You're still going to get them. So you don't have to think, everything doesn't have to be super grandiose. It doesn't have to cost money. It doesn't have to do all of those things. Rearranging furniture in your house. What if you decide every month I'm going to find a different position to rearrange the furniture in my apartment or my house or a particular room? That's a novel thing, right? What if I you know, take on, as I said, changing up my bathroom routine? And what if we all find different ways, different positions that we're sitting at the table in. Any of these things are considered novel. They will change things up. They will activate the chemicals in the brain and they will produce better feelings. So the purpose of today's podcast is, is, you know, we're just in kind of the early to mid of October, early October here. And I want to just give us a little opportunity to be proactive. How will we proactively head toward these winter months where, you know, in, in ways that are going to be healthy and productive for us? So that is today's opportunity. And if you have more great ideas, yes email me. I love to hear them. Maybe I'll put them on to the next podcast or newsletter information that I do on, you know, this topic, because we all need to be working together on this. You know, nobody's looking forward to it. There's a, a lot, so much anticipation about the challenge that will come, that this is a moment for us to band together with our ideas, our novelties, and um, to get those ideas going. We'll post something on Instagram. You can share some ideas there as well. So thank you for listening to today's episode of Wonder Your Way to Brilliant. And if you are looking for something, if you are a woman and you are looking for something that will be sustaining and, you know, keep things feeling novel and as though you are growing and engaging and meeting some really interesting new people, I want you to really check out our information on our third cohort of Women Leading with Productive Curiosity. From, over, from Overwhelm to Purposeful Action. It is launching on October the 19th. So there are about 10, 11, 12 days to um, check out the information and to hop on board. There will be an information session on October the 15th. And we would love to have you join us at 7 p.m. So you can go on Instagram to find out information about this. You can go on LinkedIn under Courage to be Curious to find out information about this. You can email me at adina at couragetobecurious.com and find information. And hopefully you will be able to find it on the website as well. But this is an amazing opportunity, women leading with productive curiosity, to learn to ask these kinds of questions of yourself, to learn how to seek the answers to questions like the ones we ask here on this podcast, and also to connect with an amazing group of really thoughtful and conscious, intelligent 
um, and kind women. So if you are looking to set yourself up with something, we begin on October the 19th. We go all the way through to right before Thanksgiving. It will get you over the hump of those early weeks within this darkening time. And we would love to have you join us. So um, check out the information, Women Leading with Productive Curiosity, beginning on October the 19th.